Hey everybody, welcome to the Twinsler Pod. I'm Katie Winsler. And I am Courtney Legal, previously Winsler. We are the Winsler Twins, also affectionately called the Twinslers. We've got a whole host of topics to go over with you this week. We've been talking about the Winter Olympics, Sexiest Man Alive. Um, we've got a little bit of Taylor Swift's new album drop. And why it's a terrible time to be Jake Gyllenhaal. Terrible. And then talking a little bit about Free Britney. We'll double it down. Courtney will give you her take on which Italian food should never have been made. Katie's got the ultimate home accessory. We will have food we cooked and how Katie's British Bake Off challenge is going. And we'll round it out, as always, with our slang of the youths. So, Court, how was your week? Well, very special time in the Legal household uh-huh. on 11-11. It's our anniversary, so it's our fourth wedding anniversary. I can't believe it's already been four years. It literally feels like two. I know. It, go, it was quick when you're having fun. Yeah. So we celebrated at a really nice restaurant on a rooftop in downtown San Diego. Actually, your recommendation, so gracias. Seneca. Seneca. It's very nice. It was Italian, and we had a guy who came, came tableside and stretched mozzarella for us, and... It's a really nice experience. Nice. That's pretty bold of me because I haven't actually been there. I just recommended it. <laughs> so I'm really glad it worked out. It was a good wreck. I liked it. And then. Oh, wait, no, but <laughs> also about your anniversary. Mm. So our parents are in Switzerland right now. They've been living there for like a year now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, about a year now. And um, I was talking to my mom on the phone and she was like, man, I just really wish that we could do something nice for Courtney and Kyle for their anniversary. And I was like, oh, I've got this. There are these, this place called Crumble Cookies, and they make these big, beautiful, delicious cookies. We'll just get them delivered to their house from you guys. It'll be great. She's like, that would be wonderful. Yes, please, thank you. And so I went to order them, and for some reason, when I opened the app and I tried to get to your house, it said that they couldn't deliver. So I was like, well, dang it. And so I told my mom, oh, our mom. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> so I told mom, and, and I was like, but I could, I can just go deliver it, because... I wanted to go see you guys anyways. And so I go, I get the cookies, I deliver them. <laughs> you got the cookies from Point Loma and then drove out to La Mesa. Yeah. So that's like from your house to it's Point like a Loma. Triangle. Is like, yeah. It's like 15 oh. minutes yeah. west. Uh huh. And then you had to go another 15 minutes east. Wow, you're really good at the cardinal directions. Yeah. I'm not. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yes, drove out to your house and delivered the cookies. I show up to your house and I was like, Hey, Court, here's some cookies. And then you're like, oh. And I walk into your kitchen, and what was there? Well, yeah, I had ordered crumble cookies <laughs> for mine and Kyle's anniversary because I was on Instagram, and there was an ad for crumble cookies, and they were like, we just opened up in Santee. And I was like, oh, well, that's within the, the delivery radius of our house. So I was like, this would be nice for us. We'll get cookies delivered on our anniversary. <laughs> So, same wavelength. Yeah, same wavelength. Like, you just had to put more work in. And <laughs> I ended up with eight cookies. So, not a bad day for Court and Kyle. Ugh, delicious. Appreciate you. And then, also, last night uh, was the zoo's annual winter party. And so, we got to go to... It's for the employees. So, we went to the... The Midway. The Midway. That's yeah, what it was. I was Midway. like, why were they at the Midway party? They didn't even invite me. Yeah, we had the whole boat rented out, and there was food and drinks and music, and it was a good time. Nice. Good. So, the Midway is like an old carrier craft? Is that mm-hmm. what you would call it? Yeah. It's Aircraft carrier, I think. Aircraft carrier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like 
parked down like the waterfront. It's just a big staple of San Diego. Yeah. So it was really nice. The lights were beautiful. Good good company. So you have any of the animals there? No. Nobody wants to work on their time off. I don't know. No. Nah. Be like, would the animals want to party too? Nah. Okay. How was your week? Mm-hmm. Um, my week was pretty good. It was a little, I think a little more low-key from what I remember. We went golfing yesterday morning, which was really nice. I guess now it'll be, we went golfing on Saturday morning. And... I felt really bad because we showed up and we're like ready to go. And the thing about golf, you know, is you you go in in groups of four. Mm-hmm. And so we show up and it was just Grant and I and um, the guy who checked us in was like, oh, okay, well, these other two girls are going to play with you. And so we said, okay, great. Hey, that's awesome. And then we go up to the tee box and they left because they just didn't want to play with other people. I'm so sad. I know. It was such a bummer, but... You guys are fun to play with, too, so it would have been good for them. Yeah. I mean, I guess it wasn't a bummer for us, because it ended up just being the two of us playing around, and it was really fun. Uh, It was a small little course, and we got some really cool views of San Diego that I've never seen. You haven't been up there, have you? I mean, I've been to the area. I just haven't been on the golf course. Oh, yeah. I was just so surprised. It was, like, the fourth hole that we got out, and it was just this big beautiful open um view of downtown skyline skyline. yeah it was really neat so that was neat then for date night i built a fort which we're sitting in right now (laughs) it's a good fort (laughs) yeah just wanted to do something a little different and special so i got one of my tents and i pitched it in our little office space and put some twinkle lights up bought a lot of candy and wine and stuff and we put the tv in here and just Hung out and had a little movie night in our fort. Delightful. Yeah. Good start to the week. Yeah. Well, what do you say we get into some topics? Let's go for it. All right. My sports topic for this week is that the Winter Olympics are coming up. Uh-huh. They are in Beijing on February 4th. It's crazy. It's so soon. We just had the Summer Olympics. Yeah. Well, with COVID, it pushed yeah. them another year. So, yeah, it is very interesting and out of the norm to have a summer and winter in the same year. But here we are. And it just made me think of the time when we were 19. Mm-hmm. It was the year was 2010. And why do we have to, why do we say years? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why we have to age ourselves. We well, just because say, that was we just when, say we were 19. No, it was important because that's when the Olympics were in <laughs> Vancouver. Okay. And I think, it, yeah, it was Vancouver. And our pledge class from our sorority did a sneak, which is where we don't tell anybody else in the house that we're going on a trip. And we sneak out of the house and we go somewhere. And it was tradition for the 19-year-olds to go to, which is sophomore year, to go to Canada. Because at 19 in Canada, you can go to the bars. So it's a really fun. I thought it was a freshman sneak. Nope. Freshman sneak, we went to Washington. Uh Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We were 19. All of our friends are going to Canada. We went to Nelson, Canada, which was, I think, a four-hour drive from Moscow, Idaho, yeah. Not too far. Tiny little town. Tiny, tiny little town. And our pledge class was something like 20 to 25 girls. <laughs> yeah. And so we all kind of ascend on this little town in Canada, and we all get to go to the bars for the first time, and we're all just big-eyed. <laughs> we finally get to go into a bar. And I will never forget, we all walked in. People were like, what are you guys here for? What are you doing? And we knew it was the Winter Olympics in Vancouver, which, by the way, is 500 miles from Nelson. So <laughs> we're not in the same town. And we're like, it's Canada. Yeah, so it's Canada. So it's basically the Olympics are here. Here we are. So we told everybody at the bars that we were the Olympic curling team, <laughs> which was really fun. Yeah. 
but it turns out in order to pretend that you are the curling team, you, you have to, to know play. anything how about to play curling. curling. So I I remember showing people my sweeping technique. Yeah, but I had I knew nothing. <laughs> I had nothing else to tell them. But also, like, aren't curling teams like two people? It's not. Oh, here's I think it's 20 like four. Girls. Yeah, what, it was excessive. Whatever yeah. we had was excessive. Yeah. But it was still fun to pretend that we were. Part of an Olympic team. I don't know if anybody believed us, I don't but that, that was our... I'm going to go on, on a limb here and say they didn't think that a bunch of... A group of 20... I don't know. 19 That was our girls. stint as the U.S. curling team. But also on that trip, do you remember the first time we all went up to the bar and what people were ordering? Yeah. I I think we were in a pub. Mm-hmm. It was like a legit little pub. And I had no idea what I Nobody was going to order. Nobody to order. Yeah. Because we were used to drinking warm keystones out of purses. Yeah. Gross. Um... <laughs> And so, yeah, I walked up to the bar and I was just like, okay, well, I'm in a pub and there's like a sign with Guinness on the wall. I was like, okay, yeah, give me a Guinness. Guinness. Great. And that knocked me on my butt. It's a big one. I remember I was with like four or five girls and I was the first one to approach the bar and they asked me what I wanted. And I knew that dad had, he had like a little phase of, um, what are they called? White Russians. White Russians. Yeah. And so I like that was the only drink I really knew. And I was like, um, I want a white Russian, which is <laughs> a bold choice. And then like the three or four girls behind me didn't yep. know what to order too. So yep. like, I'll have that too. <laughs> so we're all just, just drinking like drink, drinking white Russians. Sweet milk for yeah. the weekend. <laughs> In Canada. My favorite was uh yeah. our buddy Hannah. She she comes up and she's just so proud of herself. And she was just like, You guys, I found the cheapest drink at the bar. It was like two bucks. It was, it's so great. You all have to do it. And it was like a soda tonic. Soda and tonic. <laughs> and somebody had to turn and be like, Hannah, soda is not an alcohol. Tonic's not an alcohol. <laughs> so she just basically ordered two mixers. <laughs> God, I miss that girl. That was awesome. That, that was a good trip. But speaking of back to the Winter Olympics, oh, yeah. I have a few facts for the upcoming Winter Olympics, I just thought were interesting. All right, hit me. So Beijing will be the first city ever to host both a summer and a Winter Olympic Games because they hosted in 2008, they hosted a summer games, and okay. then this they'll be hosting the winter ones. So now how, how do they get that? Is it just like... I mean, the committee votes on it. I don't know all the intricacies of how it becomes established. Yeah, they were just like, oh, well, we already dumped all this money, so <laughs> might as well just... Possibly. Run it back. <laughs> Possibly. This year, the games coincide with the Chinese New Year, which is also in February. So basically, February in China is going to be lit. Oh, wow. This year. Wait, what's, what year are we in? I will have to look that up. Um, yeah, because we're... I know we're... You're going to look it up? Yeah, I'll, I'll Google it. It's the 20, 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, we're year of the horse, right? We are year of the horse. Nice. What does that, what does that even mean? It's what? year of the horse. I know, but like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Are, are they like the horses that are loyal? I don't know. Is it meaning? <laughs> Why would I know? Well, you're spinning off facts. I thought maybe you yeah, learned about was, the year. My, of the fact, horse. my fact was that February in China is going to be lit, not what <laughs> the year of the horse means. Okay, well, guess what? It's the year of the tiger in 2022. Ooh, what are the birth years for year of the tiger? So we'll start with 62, 74, 86, 98. 2010. Okay. And 2022. Okay. So there you go. I found it. If you're a year of the tiger, congratulations. (laughs) Olympics are going to be lit. And then my last fact about the Winter Olympics is that it is the highest number of women ever competing in the Olympic Winter Games this year. 
They predict 1,314 women competing. Well, that's awesome. Heck yeah. What's what's your favorite winter Olympic sport to watch? You know, growing up, we watched the figure skating. Big figure skaters. Always, I always hold that in a special place in my heart. But I love to see, like, downhill skiing, downhill snowboarding. Slalom? Yeah. yeah. Or any of the big air competitions. Yeah, big air is really fun, too. What about you? Yeah, I think I'm probably right there with you as well. I'm trying to think what else is fun, but I think those are kind of like the main... Word on the street is you're really into curling. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably say I like I like figure skating just like in the Summer Olympics. I really like gymnastics, so those kind of things entertain me. Yeah. All right, well, let's see here. I I have a topic that I would like to discuss. Let's hear it. Paul Rudd was awarded the sexiest man alive. Could, go. could not have done a better choice. Like, I think I have been petitioning for this for years. Absolutely. And I just think that he was, he's just spot on. Yeah. He's, he's ageless. Ageless. Seems like a good dude. He's, he's like a family man. He's funny. He's funny. Like, you just, you can't go wrong. He's good looking. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. Um, but I want to know, who would be your choice? You and Dana give me so much crap <laughs> about this, but I'm not wrong. Take into <laughs> consideration personality, uh-huh. swag, and overall kindness. You're you're talking like a girl who is like trying to show pictures of a guy that she just started dating, and she can't find a good Instagram. Picture it's James of him. Corden, everybody. <laughs> James Corden. Do I want? Do I have an attraction to James? Not physically. But do I think he's got incredible <laughs> swag? I love his British accent, and I think he's hilarious. Absolutely. I think he should at least be considered. Okay. Did you know there's a petition out there right now to have him not touch the new Wicked movie that's going to come out? <laughs> I mean, he he's he's had a couple flubs. <laughs> he was in Cats. Yeah. People like, just don't let him We hear. can't fault him. <laughs> I just think he's great. Okay. My choice honestly would have been Paul Rudd, so I'm... So jazzed on this. It was a good choice. Yeah. Also, this week, uh, lots of Taylor Swift stuff to get lots through. Lots of Swift. Whole lots of Swift. So, for those that don't know, Taylor Swift is going through and re-recording all of her old albums because she's trying to get back the rights because currently Scooter Braun, who's Justin Bieber's manager, he purchased the record label, I believe, that had, like, all of her... So there's two different copyrights you can own on your album, Okay, Taylor owns. Uh-huh. There's the right to the masters, which is the perfect recording that you sell and you put on records and everything. That's the masters. Mm-hmm. And then there is the creative side. I don't remember the technical side or the technical name of it, but that's basically lyrics, melody, mm-hmm. composition. I think it's the composition one, actually, is what it is. And so Scooter owns the masters. Yeah. Taylor made sure in her contract that she owned the creative the creative side of it. Got so it. she's able to re-record all of the ones that Scooter owns because he just has the rights to those specific masters that were sold. Yeah. She owns the melodies, how they're composed and everything. So that's how she's able to pull this off. Gotcha. Yeah, so she's going through, she's recording everything. You'll notice that they say Taylor's version. So she's trying to win back basically all the rights to her own music that she has created and put out there over the years. So this last week, she released All Too Well, which is one of her top-selling 
well, I don't know if you would say selling, but like one of her most popular songs that she's ever done from the Red album. And so a lot of companies are like teaming up and having her back. And so um, when she released it on Twitter for that day, there were so many companies and people that have in their handle. Some still have it, but they have Taylor's version. So it would be like Starbucks, Taylor's version. was That was like the title of their page. It was awesome. Speaking of Starbucks, with this release, they came out with Taylor's... I think the drink is Taylor's version. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to Starbucks, you order Taylor's version. It's a grande caramel non-fat latte. And I want to know what Courtney's version would be. What would your Starbucks drink be? Pretty close to mine, but I would get it with fat. With fat, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, non-fat means they do, like, the, the sugar-free, sugar-free syrup. Yeah, and it just tastes different. That so, makes me sick. Yeah. yeah. Caramel macchiato, caramel latte. Mm-hmm. is pretty standard. It's caramely. My favorite seasonal drink they do is the chestnut praline latte. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to say that I enjoy a good sugar coffee. Yeah. I remember in college, I would get like a white mocha with caramel in it. It was just like the most sugary, unhealthy thing you could possibly have at Starbucks. And people would look at me like, wait, what? No. What would be your Starbucks drink? Uh, Probably, I really like what they're doing with their... Well, I like, a, I like a hot drink, so I would do, if it was going hot, I would go caramel macchiato. Mm-hmm. If I was going cold, I really like their new, like, cold brews that they do, With like cream. a cream. Right now, they have the pumpkin cream cold brew. Yeah, that's a great one. That's my jazz. We're right? going to have that on Gym. Thanksgiving. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. That would be it. Um, but, this, so, anyways, this All Too Well song, she released a 10-minute version of this song. Bad time to be Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... Quite honestly, I was, like, sitting there listening to the song. I didn't realize it was 10 minutes. I thought it was, like, it stood up. By the I way, all, all Too Well was written about her breakup with Jake Gyllenhaal when she was 20 and he was 29. Which is crazy to me. I, if I was Jake Gyllenhaal, honestly, I'd feel a little vindicated by her, like, releasing all this stuff. That relationship lasted from, allegedly, from October to December. Mm-hmm. And he, she was 20 and he was 29. Yeah. And it sounds like, if you listen to the lyrics and stuff, he broke up with her because of the age difference. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I, I can get at the time she was frustrated because, like, when they started dating, he knew the age difference. Yeah. But at the same, like, you've got to see things pop up. If she's 20 and you're 29 and, like, you want to go to the bars with your friends or you want to, and she can't go. Yeah. Like, that's, it's not a, maybe a deal breaker, but it makes it really hard to do some things. I mean... No offense to any 20-year-olds right now, but I, I, I don't think I'd want to hang out. I mean, I guess it's different. It's a relationship capacity, but there's just such a big difference there. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody's like, is everybody checking to make sure Jake Gyllenhaal's okay? It's like, I'm sure the dude's fine. But my favorite line, actually, he, he still dates really young girls. <laughs> like, he dates young models still. My favorite line is, and I was never good at telling jokes, but the punchline goes, I'll get older but your lovers stay my age. When she said that, I was like, that's great. That's yeah. wonderful. Um, and then another line from the song is, um, but you keep my old scarf from the very first week because it reminds you of innocence and it smells like me. And one of the big things out there right now is there's like this, I think he's a Broadway actor. He is claiming, I have that scarf. Yeah. Yeah, so first I saw it on Dumois. Mm-hmm. saw Dumois and they were like, Hey, somebody get in contact. I have somebody who says they legitimately have the scarf. Um, and then I saw a news story on, I think it was Daily Mail. They said it was actually like this specific actor who I guess was acting with Jake at some point 
And he says, yeah, I have, I legitimately have that scarf at my house. <laughs> I don't it's think a I'm, famous scarf. I mean, do you think if you were Taylor, you would want the scarf back? Because it's become such like an iconic thing with this song. Or is it just kind of like, no, that's in the past. I don't really, this random guy has yeah, been holding on to this scarf. scarf. <laughs> but I want to see something fun happen to the scarf. Yeah, I think she could play it fun. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what the end is, but I'm curious. We'll stick around and we'll see yeah. what happens with the scarf. I, I wonder if, I haven't looked at Taylor's merch lately, <laughs> but um, I wonder if she's selling scarves right now. If not, somebody somebody contact her team and, and let's get on this. Last Taylor Swift thing. Last night, or yeah, so we're recording on a Sunday. So last night she was on SNL. Yes. And I didn't see the whole episode. I just saw the performance. It was, she went on and did the 10-minute version of the song. It's too long. A 10-minute performance it's on too SNL. It's too long. And, you know, I, like I said, I, listening to the recording, I didn't think it felt like 10 minutes. Watching it play on SNL, and it wasn't, she didn't, I mean, she didn't do a great job. It was kind of flat, and it just, I mean, there was just a video playing in the background and stuff, and I'm a big Taylor Swift girl, but... Just, well, the 10-minute version is, like, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, right? So it's yeah. – the melody stays pretty much the same. It yes. doesn't change up too much. Exactly. It's, it's just if, – and I, if you don't like her, that I'd have been like, I don't want to watch this. Man. <laughs> I also – speaking of SNL, I saw a, a tweet the other day that somebody was like, I, I feel like going on SNL is the equivalent of being called uh, for jury duty for celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We talked about Kim and Pete. This there's is, some pull in SNL. Well, I mean, there's absolutely pull sometimes. I mean, other times it's just like, God, this really sucks now. But, yeah. it's not. It will never be as funny as Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, the classic. So, now what I want to talk about in pop culture is Miss Britney Jean Spears is no longer in a conservatorship. On November the 12th, it was dissolved. And I have some stats from what her dad has taken from this conservatorship since the year 2009. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. So is she just, like, full in control of everything now? Or does she have, like, oh, okay, this financial uh, company is helping her manage everything? I hope she has that, but we don't I know. don't know at this okay. point. We'll have to confirm. I just know that she's allowed to make decisions for herself now. Yeah. About her personal life. Crazy. She, yeah. can, she can drive a car. She can have a baby. Yeah. She can get married. She can do it all. Cool. So her dad, Jamie, made $2.7 million. That was a $16,000 a month court-ordered salary. Insane. $16,000 a month. She, he also had $2,000 a month for his office space. <laughs> so that was from the year 2009 till now. He also got $2.1 million or a 1.5% commission from her Las Vegas residency. And it's insane. Like, he's just sitting on his butt while she's performing in Las Vegas. Telling her she can't order sushi. Yeah. Oh, boy. She got five hundred k or 2.95% commission for her Femme Fatale tour. And then he spent over $1.3 million in legal fees, and he asked for 514000 for media matters, which all got pulled from the conservatorship. So it was all Britney's money against Britney. So the legal fees are, you're saying, fees of, like, him per- keeping the legal fee, or the legal fee, sorry, the, the conservatorship. conservatorship 
he's using the conservatorship to pay to fight to keep the conservatorship. Correct. That's insane. Yeah. So she's no longer paying her dad $16,000 a month and plus the $2,000 a month for the office space. He doesn't take commission from any of her tours or anything. Uh-huh. If she wants to do music again, she has, she'll have a media team that will obviously take a commission because they get everything in motion, but she at least doesn't have these leeches like she did. I saw that she had said maybe she would want to record music again, but I don't know if we'll ever see. Yeah, I don't know if we'll see her perform. We have to, right? I, you got to think that I she think does. I think like, she she's got some work to do. Yeah. Obviously, if you look at her Instagram right now, she's she's got some work. To she's do. got some work to do. Yeah. Which don't we all? Right? Right. right. My fear right now is the whole reason that she had the mental health issues in the first place was paparazzi and people and everything were just surrounding her all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was too much and just overbearing, right? Yeah. Then she's kept in this conservatorship and she's really protected and she's not out in public. So, of course, the paparazzi's not following her then. Now she's free again. So the conservatorship, I thought, was terrible. Yeah. But I, I'm a little afraid for what happens now if Brittany goes to the store and everybody wants a picture of, oh, Brittany's free now. She's at the grocery store. Brittany did it. Like, yeah. that's what I'm really afraid right now is that she's going to get that kind of attention again. And I just wish there was a way to tell the media, like, let this woman live her life. It's not sad that we just, like, created this world where everybody has to know what's happening at all times in everybody's lives. It's too much. I'd say, I don't think I could become famous for that reason in particular. I would want to be a famous voice actor. I want to be the voice of Tina Belcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you could play it like, remember the gorillas? Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't even need like that much characters. And, yeah. Like, a voiceover, I think, is is my ideal situation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or, like, you know, actually, you know who I think played it really well? Who? Was Sia, because we never knew what her face looked like, because she covered it with, like, a, a wig, wig all the time. Yeah, a blonde wig. But then, on her own terms, she, like, was able to be like, oh, this is me, and she chose to go into the media versus people, like, just completely, like going crazy so we are stoked for britney new life and we hope that she's protected in it yes it's the summation we do we know where her her boys are are they with the dad kevin yeah yeah they have some kind of joint custody agreement Hmm. well i hope i hope that she has the time with them that she wants absolutely all good things to britney spears Woo! on to doubling down hot takes we feel strongly about mine is that croissantinis shouldn't exist. Is it is it Christini or Christini? Christini, yeah. not croissantinis. Not croissantinis. <laughs> they shouldn't exist either. <laughs> if you have a hard croissant, screw that. No, because Christini, yeah? That's how we're saying it? I think so. We got that table-side mozzarella I talked about for our anniversary. Yeah. So good, fresh mozzarella. Uh. Then you put it on this hard bread and you take a bite, and it's like a million little daggers yeah. stabbing the top of your mouth. It's like eating wheat thins. <laughs> Why couldn't you give me a fresh, warm piece of sourdough? Yeah. Or French bread? Yeah. The croissant, the Christini, I want to say croissantini. Christini is an unnecessarily hard bread. What is it consisted of? It's like a hard croissant, is that what we're saying? It no, is? it's not a hard croissant. It's like, it's a baguette, essentially, that they, uh, they uh, toast. So it's just a really hard bread. Like, what? what's... Almost like a big crouton. Yeah, but what's what's the... It's an appetizer, and it has, like, the crunchy bread, and then you put whatever's on top of it. Yeah. 
know what I'm talking about? I do. And some people like say it one way and some people say it the other way. Hold Prosciutto. On. No. <laughs> bruschetta. Bruschetta. Yes. Bruschetta. 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 Yeah. How do you say it? Bruschetta. You say bruschetta? Yeah. But I know like bruschetta. Yeah. Probably more. I think, I feel like I always am like, oh yeah, I'm going to make some bruschetta. Yeah. And then your one friend who went to like Italy for um, their, whatever it's called um, in Exchange. college. Yeah. But <laughs> like, it's bruschetta. Bruschetta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just, I just think it's an unnecessary bread. Yeah. I feel you on that. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely more of a soft girl, especially if like fresh moths. Come on. You yeah. want to like... Warm, exactly. Soft. I just want to melt into it. I yeah. don't want to injure my mouth. <laughs> so you're saying I should stay away from that when we go this week. I'm saying I can't I can't tell you that. I would you say, say get the mozzarella. Get the mozzarella. I would say get it with the the ounce of prosciutto that you can get on the side. Okay. And if you want to just eat those two, eat those two. If you wanna if you wanna brave the Yeah. Christini. Do do they have fresh bread there? Do you think I could like actually pull a combo and be they like They have focaccia. Okay, do you think yeah. I could be like, okay, instead of this, could you give I think us you the should focaccia? try because yeah. might as well be like, I don't like crispy yeah. crispy things okay that's my hot take I'm nice. not taking it back yeah that's and you shouldn't yeah. you that, proud of you thank you mine is Roombas are the ultimate home accessory okay so I've had a Roomba I got it off of the treasure truck in Amazon when I was working at Amazon so the treasure truck is essentially like a daily deal truck on wheels did you ever see it it was at our rehearsal dinner yeah that's right like, <laughs> in the okay, parking so you, lot you know what it looks like it's yeah, this big it. crazy pretty truck and mm-hmm. they have like bubbles coming off of it and like just big beautiful videos and stuff it's exciting and so one day i was at work and the amazon campus is downtown and i got a notification that there were roombas on the treasure truck and i said oh well i have Bodie. i'm gonna have to do this so that's how i got that so how it works is they'll be like, hey, this deal is on the truck and you have only 10 hours. You order it now and you have to come pick it up. So you have to be like close to the location. Yeah. But enough about the treasure truck. That's how I got it. And so I have had it and I haven't used it a ton because, well, when we lived together, you guys had that futon and it, it was, was just a wrong height. It would get stuck under the futon every time and yeah. it would give me so much anger because it would just be like, Roomba is stuck. And well, then, and the other thing was you always had a puzzle with a puzzle board oh, yeah. underneath the mm-hmm. underneath the futon that we would always forget about. Yeah, I'd always suck up my puzzle. Just pieces. suck up your puzzle. Ugh, the worst. So I that wasn't that wasn't a good Roomba phase. But now you're saying it's the, working for you. Well, so you know we've been in this new apartment for like five months now, and we have two dogs, and like I vacuum on the reg, but I'm still like Grant has bad allergies. I like I want to make sure that there's not all this stuff floating around. And so yesterday, or the day before, I fired up the room books. I was like, wait, I just had this and I haven't been using it. The amount of stuff that thing still picks up, and I'm a pretty good vacuumer. I'm, like, pretty meticulous. But I, it's, it's just like we were working and we were just in the office for three hours. That thing went around our apartment. And it's just, if you've been on the fence of getting a Roomba, you got to get one. You don't have one right now, do you? No, I want one. Yeah, you got to get one. Yeah. And then if my, you see one for... Black Friday. Yeah, exactly. I'll keep you in mind. And there's, I, th- I think. If anybody has me for Secret Santa and they see it as, <laughs> if they see Roomba for a deal for 150 or less. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your Secret Santa. I know. I don't think it's a secret. I, it's, I, was, I thought you'd pick up on that. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I might go into the mopping Roomba. Yeah. 
I'm excited about this because we have hardwood floors downstairs mm-hmm. and we have a drooly puppy. It has amazing reviews on Amazon. It's under $200. I think f- I'm waiting for it to drop around Black Friday, around like 99 to 120 is probably where I'll pull the trigger. But yeah. that's what I'm keeping my eye out on. It's good. It's good. I, th- I agree. It's a great home accessory and I'm excited to try it. Yes. And going back to the Secret Santa thing. <laughs> so one thing our family does, oh, yeah. which is kind of my favorite. I'm so glad we, we've been doing this for the last, I don't know, five years maybe? Something like that. Yeah. Um, so we all love each other so much and we just love spending the time together when we do for the holidays and we still want to be able to like give gifts to everybody, but we don't want everyone to have to buy everyone like gifts. Our, and all our family keeps growing because we started five, three girls, mom and dad, and then we have Kyle, I'm married, and then Kelsey's with Angelo and then you're bringing Grant. So it just keeps growing. Yeah, exactly. So you don't want to like have to worry about everybody getting everybody gifts while it's so nice and so thoughtful. Um, what we end up doing is, <laughs> we're not sure still to this day if it's secret or not secret. Everybody asks this every, every single year. time. It used to be secret, but I could not handle can't, not knowing the secret. who people have. So, like, I hacked the system and found out who everybody had. And after that happened, everyone's like, why is this even a secret? So, anyways, we do this thing. It's called Elfster. And you put your whole family in there. And then they, and like, you, yeah, you can do exclusions. So, like, I can't pull Kyle. Yeah. You can't pull Grant. Exactly. And it just, like, randomly picks who you're buying the gift for that year. We have, like, a certain spending limit. And everybody and it, makes a list. As and soon as – Katie and I are the commissioners. So, as soon as we hit draw, it emails all the people. Yeah. Like, and, you have this person. You have that person. And then when they, like, add to their Christmas list. So, it's like, oh, hey, Grant just added to his list. So, you can see everything that they want. It's really great. I think it's been it's quite convenient. It's been my favorite system that we've had in place. If your family needs a a Christmas system, this is another doubling down. Yeah. You should do Elfster and you yeah. should do a gift exchange where you only buy for one person. <laughs> yeah. Those are our hot takes. Let's move on to food we cooked. Katie, you want to go first? Sure. Um, so last week I had introduced that we're doing, well, I thought we were doing okay. the Great British Bake Off Challenge. If you recall, I said... I, it's a big commitment. I'll join you when I want to. Okay. Okay. You can join when you want to. Yes. So I watched season one, episode one, and they were doing cakes. There's a showstopper, a technical bake, and a signature bake. So the signature one, uh, they did Swiss rolls, I believe. I think everybody had to do Swiss rolls. Yeah. So I I went with that because the other, like the technical was a cherry cake and the showstopper was like mini British cakes. And I thought it would be more of a challenge to do the Swiss roll. So I made that. I did a pumpkin spice cream cheese one. And I put it on our Instagram. Great flavors. It was so good. Highly recommend. And it was it was from that tasty.co website that we talked about. Um, it was really fun. So if you're looking for a fun holiday bake, I would recommend doing that. Did you? So I didn't do it because I started reading the technical parts, and I was like, I just don't have the energy for this right now. Yeah. But it said you had to bake the cake, uh-huh. and then you had to roll it while yeah. it cooled, uh-huh. and then make the filling, and yeah. then you unroll it, mm-hmm. and then you put the filling back in, and then you roll it again <laughs> because it's used to that shape. Yeah, Is that exactly. Yeah, so you get it straight out of the oven. I flipped it over onto, like, a, a dish towel, and then rolled it up within the dish towel, put it in on the side to, to cool, and yeah, did exactly what you just said. Make the filling, unroll it, put the filling in, and then you have to roll it back up and then put it in the fridge for a few hours. Ours is actually still in the fridge if you want to taste some. Oh, yeah, we're going to try some. Yeah, the only thing the only thing <laughs> is I put it on a – so I have two cutting boards that I use all the time. I need to get more cutting boards. But one is my wooden one, 
and then I have a plastic oh, one. Wow. So the wooden one is the one that I usually cut like Garlic veggies on. Yeah, that's my that's my wooden one. And then the the plastic one is the meat. Yeah. So we had like something with onions in it yeah. the other day, and I chopped onions. And you know, you scrub it really well and yeah. like clean yeah, it, yeah. but the onions, it's still. yeah, it's wood. Yeah, exactly. So. I've been keeping it on that, so it may have a little savory tasted okay. parts, we'll see, but we'll yeah, but you can taste it and let me know what you think. So that was the challenge for the Great British Bake Off. I'll be watching the next episode probably today and adding whatever the challenge is to our Instagram stories like I did Any last week. And if you are listening on Monday right now, yeah. you can try along with us. If anyone wants to join, DM us what you made and your picture. We would love that. We can share it to our story. We could definitely share that. My actual thing that we made that I thought was tasty is, uh, I actually, Grant picked this recipe out. So I go to Trader Joe's all the time. And I was like, yeah, I was like, is there anything that you want for dinner? And he went on the computer and he pulled a couple recipes from TraderJoe's.com. They actually have recipes where they're like, okay, grab these items from our store, which is pretty cool. That's cool. And it was a curry chicken pot pie. Hmm. And it was freaking delicious i will have to give you the recipe i think you would really like it that curry sauce from trader joe's incredible i could literally just come drink like a bottle a jar it's a, like a bottle okay you should put it on our instagram story so people can see what the jar looks like and they know what the curry sauce looks like yeah i'll share it there for sure so my thing i cooked this week really really simple kyle and i were watching football and we had a dip day so we had some spinach and artichoke parmesan dip and it was left over. So I had some chicken and I had some of that and then I decided to marry the two, I cooked them in the air fryer. I would recommend that you cook the chicken like three quarters of the way. Mm-hmm. Then you put the spinach and artichoke dip on. You get a little too little warm and it got, it got a little too, too dark, the, yeah. the spinach and artichoke dip in. So you wanna cook about three quarters of the way, then put it on and then finish it off. And it's a delicious, warm meal yeah. that I loved. I put some mashed potatoes on the side, a little yeah. Brussels sprouts. Fantastic. Sounds delicious. So that's my tip for the week is to add spinach and artichoke dip to your chicken. Yum. Simple. And our last segment of the day is Sling of the Youths. All right. Mine, I put it on this time. Okay. Finsta. Can I guess what I think it is? Absolutely. It's a fake Instagram account. Correct. So so like a celebrity has like a an Instagram with a blue check verified, then they have their other Instagram account that's just for family and friends. Yeah, absolutely. It's a way that they can peruse and not have to deal with annoying DMs and everything. And mm-hmm. They can follow sites that they want to without people being like, oh my gosh, yeah, so-and-so follow so-and-so. Yeah. It's just a low-key way for them to use social media. The reason I bring it up is I was watching... You're going to get a Finsta. No, I'm not getting Finsta. I don't need a Finsta. <laughs> And maybe you and you and Kyle are just No, we don't need a Finsta. <laughs> but you know who should have a Finsta? Who should have a Finsta? Dad. Why should Dad <laughs> have a Finsta? Because I just think he has like the funniest like posts to share and I don't know if he wants to share them to his regular Instagram account where he has these followers. Like mom sent us this picture this morning oh, yeah. of there's this picture of a cowboy without his shirt and he has he's holding like a what's he holding a goat or something oh maybe chicken, chicken. <laughs> yeah holding a chicken and dad's like standing next to it holding his dog without his shirt i guess he was just like it's freezing cold in switzerland Since she said it was like 40 degrees yeah 40 and it was just a crowded area and dad just like took off his shirt and took a picture with the dog <laughs> 
Actually, he probably would share he that too. His regular, regular. Yeah, we'll, we'll share it on ours if he'll if he'll, if he'll let, let us. us. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe it's gonna go to his fence stuff, but who that's who I think should have. It, so. It's good stuff. So but okay, the so reason sorry. I brought it up <laughs> was because I was watching like the Facebook trials. People were asking the Facebook oh. and Instagram people about different technologies and how they could protect them. And one of the people was like, um, can you stop Finsta? Can you stop the Finsta program? <laughs> and the lady was like, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. And like, people are using Finstas. Can you stop Finsta? And she's like, <laughs> it's, no. <laughs> people are making separate accounts. I can't stop Finsta. They thought Finsta was a whole different Instagram oh that God. people could just have the anonymity. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not how it works. You need Sling of the Youths in your life. You, you need our help. You need our help. They didn't have it. Oh boy. Well, that's all we've got on the agenda for the pod today. Wrap for the for week. listening if you've made it this far. Yeah. As always, we hope you have a wonderful week ahead. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Bye.